You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We'll just get started. So welcome to The Last Time I Saw You. That's actually the name of the show. Very funny. The Last Time I Saw You. Uh Uh-huh. The show where I catch up with people like classmates, neighbors, former students. I'm your host, Ms. Comer. And as a middle school teacher for a long time, I always wonder what happened to my students. So this episode and this season is I'm dealing with, you know, former students. And this is actually episode six. So we're just Ooh, rolling right cool. along, right? Yeah, lucky number six. Right. Um, and this is Cecile yeah. Schmack. Um, and I guess I'm just going to start right out. We were talking before we started the show. And um, now I knew Cecile. Cecile was in my first group of students that I had in Hamtramck. Yes. And um, he was a seventh grader. And I'm sorry, how old are you now, Ken? 21, about to be 22. Okay, so now he's 21. <laughs> and I have had several of his siblings mm-hmm. through the through the years. And I thought, oh, you know, when I started this and I saw you talk to your brother, like I said, I said, oh, my gosh, I got to have you on my show because I'm trying to do a little bit of uplifting and offering advice. Um, so we're going to get to that in a minute. But as we were talking previously, um, Asil was telling me that um, his family. Now, how many how many siblings do you have? Uh, I am one of six. OK, there are six kids. Six That's, kids total. OK, six kids total. And he was telling me that he was um, the family expanded the house in order to, <laughs> to accommodate all, all, all these yes, people, yes. including an older brother who is now married with child. Yes. So um, let's continue talking about that. Then we'll go backwards to kind of what your experience was at Kashusko and all that. Um, so I was asking you, do you do, in your family, do a lot of the work on the house to well, get we, it? Well, um, we did uh, a large portion of it, uh, mostly the um, – Knocking down all of the old okay, walls. like the demolition. Yeah, we, we demolished the <laughs> crap out of that house ourselves. Uh, we just rented a dumpster okay. uh, out, out front, a very, very large dumpster, and we filled her up twice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we filled her up twice over. And um, then we brought in some guys, and it was a really, really long project. I uh, mostly because we were um, we were doing it uh, like paycheck to paycheck. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I would earn my paycheck, my older brother would earn his paycheck, and my younger brother would earn his paycheck, and then my father would earn his paycheck, and that would all go into supplies 16. and labor. Okay. So after the demolition, are you all putting the house back together yes. too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're yeah. doing it so yourself. So we're also participating so that we don't have to pay as much for labor. Right. Yeah, so well, that, that was cost sense. efficient. So we would get off work. And go to work. Well, yeah, and go to work, straight <laughs> to work. Yeah, because, it, it, I mean, no one's going to... Fix your house, but yourself. And well, I don't know about that because I can't do that. <laughs> That's good that you can. Yeah. If I have to hire you, guys. I mean, all we were doing was we were just following the orders of the guys that we had hired. Oh, okay. You know? So we were the the the, kind of the muscle while they were the brains. The... Yeah. Okay. So so, so you're... hold the drywall while I. Okay. So it. do you have a project manager, or how does that? Was there somebody that's in charge? Or uh, no. So we um when we hired the guys, we kind of gave them a layout of how we wanted it to go. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So one of the bedrooms, which is my bedroom, has a a, bed, uh, a bathroom in it. Oh, wow. And so we needed uh, to knock down the closet as well as half of the <laughs> kitchen to ac- accommodate for that. I don't yeah, Like my brain does not yeah. even work like that. But we also had to uh, see this is where their brains comes in because uh-huh. I would have started on that first with my greedy self. Uh, Unfortunately, okay. we had to wait until the very end because it was new pipes that was being uh, installed right, right, right. for the, the new bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Uh, where there wasn't a, like – so we also had another – there was a bathroom in that floor as well. Okay. But 
because there had already been a bathroom there, when we demolished it and rebuilt it, we just used the old pipes. pipes. Yeah, and so that was able to be done quickly. My bathroom took about, I want to say, from start to finish on that bathroom, it took about three weeks. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. And that was towards the end of the project, which was roughly about a year and a half. Well, that's, I mean, because you've got people that are working and people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that's not your full-time yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you have holidays and things mm-hmm. that come up. Mm-hmm. So so are you living in the house as yeah. it's demolished? As it was demolished, yes. Oh, my yes, gosh. Yes, yes, yes. We had to uh, share the uh, first floor and the basement. My younger brother moved out to my grandparents' house because okay. he wanted his own little personal space. Okay. Like, that's oh. not MJ, is it? No, 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 no. Ishmael. Oh, yes. Yes, I yes. I remember Ishmael. Ishmael, yes. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Ishmael did a great job on the house, too. Oh, he worked good. really, really hard. I'm proud of him. Um, and so we, we basically, you know, got together as a family and, and we knew that it was going to be a little bit of a grind for the next uh, right. year, year and a half Absolutely. that no one was going to be comfortable. But we were – But it, on the we long run, little, yes. you kind of were looking like, okay, yes, yes, forward yes, down yes. the road, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I had to sleep on the couch for a year and a half. Right, But right. now I have my own bedroom and, and bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Right. So there's – you know, you suffer a little and, and, you, and you get the, the good the, – The reward comes at the, the long end. Run. Yeah. So now um, we're thinking about um, – Oh, no. As a next project. Oh, uh, no. The Attic. Okay, the so you're going to change that into a room. Yeah, so more we want to do the uh, for the kids, mm-hmm. for my future kids, if I plan to stay in the house, and mm-hmm. Shahab's kids, mm-hmm. we want to have them have their own bedrooms Space. as well, mm-hmm. and like game room, what, oh, whatnot, nice. whatever they want to do. So we have a whole attic that hasn't been um, kind of touched, hasn't been touched yet. We all the only thing about the attic that's been touched up is the roof. We have a brand right. new roof that we just did a couple of years. Did back. you guys do the roof too? Uh, no. Okay. No, 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 no. I was about to say, y'all are I'm some not, bad people. Y'all thing. can do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I see them on the roof, and those I mean, roofs we, be so slanty. We did so. cement our backyard. When okay. we expanded the house back in 2010, we did that ourselves. Okay. We, so you don't have, like, grass in the backyard? Uh, we cemented a little bit? Uh, roughly one-third of the backyard oh, okay. was cemented in order to expand uh, from the, the backyard. We yep. expanded the house. We yep. made a whole new um, – Kind of. Like, yeah, so an expand uh, – part of the house it's literally like an expansion of the house into the backyard and the only way to do that was to cement Cement. the foundation in order to have it hold up the the way to go yeah and so our backyard is no garage cool i can't believe i've never met your father (laughs) i cannot believe that he's actually in egypt right now he just just went to egypt last week oh my gosh i cannot believe i have not even met him because i've seen so many of y'all you know what i mean uh as a surprise to him what we're doing is we also um uh, about a year and a half ago, we purchased the house across the street from ours. No, you didn't. Yes, we did, but it really needs a lot of work. So he doesn't know? He doesn't know, but we are we are planning to get it fixed up and have it ready before he arrives. But now, when is he coming back? He's coming back in roughly a month and a half. So you got a month and a half? We got a month and a half <gasps> to get her done. Yeah, Dude. the basement needs a lot of work. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just you can get it nice enough. Yeah, yeah. So we've already, I mean, it. If if we can get seventy percent done by the time yeah. he's here, it's the thought that counts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And so he'll definitely be. So happy wait a with minute. It, so who moves into that house? Uh, we're gonna rent it out. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but as you guys will still be yeah, together. As soon as it's ready and inspected, okay, we I'm intend to get like, the rentals. Wait a minute. So somebody's moving out? No, no. I don't know. Your I mean, even if we are moving out, what's across the street? You're not right, moving. Right. You're, this is you're true. Just going across the street. Right. Hey. hey. <laughs> Wake up and wave to mom. That's funny. Or go over for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's still making breakfast. Oh, yeah, definitely. She'd bring it over knowing my mom. Yeah. She's, uh, you know what? And you, I just want to say this, and I hope your mom, you let your family listen to this. You guys are some of the nicest people. Thank you so much. Everybody I've met, you know, even MJ with his, he's like little puppy all over the place. Yeah, I love him to death. Yeah. Uh, don't tell him I said that. Uh-huh. No, I'm just saying. You, can, you can tell. <laughs> but he's one of my favorites. And um, you, they, your parents did such a good job with you guys. Thank you, thank you, you know, so much. it's thank not you. one that I can say like, boy, that boy, I can't stand him. <laughs> like, or Maybe girl. Shahab was tiptoeing that line. No, you know what? Shahab, the thing with your older brother was, I remember he, he, was, he was going through a struggle because I remember specifically that he had went to Yemen and came back. So I know he was mm-hmm. I kind was of too. doing I was jet lag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jet lag. We and, you know, he was like sleeping. I, I was like, I was yeah, walking was by. I was like, why summer, is he asleep? The summer of 2010 to 2011. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously. So, I'm, I mean, like, I hope your parents, please, please, please let them listen to this. I got you. And say, you know, uh, I'll say mm-hmm. that you parents, Mr. and Mrs. Shamak, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. how you call them, but they did a really good job. All of you guys are so nice and kind. And I, if I had kids, you know, and, and all the kids, and I could say this about all the kids that I brought in so far, is that if I had kids, I would want them to be like you. Like, I would want them, the kids that I talk to, because they're such good people. It's, it's another reason why I pick them to be on my show is mm-hmm. they're good people and they're spreading light and they're bringing hope and they're, you know, they're, they're just good people. But, you know, to have a whole long line of people and not anybody come out messed up, you know, is, <laughs> is a good deal. So your oh, parents yeah. did an excellent yeah, yeah, yeah. job. So make sure when you talk to dad and, you know, mom, that they hear this and the family that they did a really good job. And I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to come through today. So I know we had a little mix up and I'm glad that we you were still able to make it. So tell your boss, thank you, too. Shout of out course. to the boss. Of course, of course. <laughs> Shout out to the boss. What up, Mo? <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back a little bit. Do you remember your days at Kosciusko? Now, Kosciusko, for those of you who are not familiar with my story, is this, is a middle school in Hamtramck just outside of Detroit or surrounded by Detroit. And um, I remember that I had you guys, and you don't know this story. Mm-hmm. I had your class for social studies. I had just gotten a job, but I was not certified to teach social studies. That is why you guys didn't come to me anymore <laughs> because I literally was not certified to do that. And they had me in there and I'm like, oh, my God, I was pulling my hair out trying Sounds to come like up with. Yeah, trying to come up with a curriculum. And finally, somebody said, well, she can't do it in you know, the administrative office. So that's when you guys got taken to somebody else is because I couldn't. Yeah, but I, I uh, had you for academic support. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, regardless of whether you were qualified or not, you are my academic. This is true. Yeah. We had some good times. At yes, we did. Yes, we did. So it anyway, uh, it wasn't a bad. Uh, it wasn't uh, uh, a bad change from our previous uh, homeroom teacher okay. into you, which we were we were sort of we were very upset uh, when um, she she left us, but we did understand why. Um, right. And and so. We had gotten accustomed to her. I, I remember this so vividly. Right. We, we were we were really upset as a group, and mm-hmm. I. It was one of the first times I could remember, like, looking around and seeing that we were all sharing this one emotion, you right. know. And so um, then you come out smiling and, and bright and happy, and Lord, I walked out of that first academic support. Going, this might not be so bad. <laughs> well, that's good. We that's okay good. Here. We may make it, right? We may make it, yeah. So that's good because um, I know that was my first year, and there was some people that were like, Ooh, you know, but. 
like I said, you you were part of a really good group, I yeah, have to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, so do you have any other memories you want to share about Kosciuszko before we move on to? Oh, there's a lot. There's, there's a <laughs> lot of memories in there from, um, I don't want to blow smoke up my own behind here. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That's why we're uh, here. One of my fondest memories was um, we were at this uh, honor roll party. Okay. Uh, like an ice cream social yes, ga- yes. gathering. We still do that, actually. cold lunchroom, I remember. Yes. Yes. It, although it's no longer the cold lunchroom. It's room. no longer the cold lunchroom. No, room. we had to convert that into its um, – it's a class. Is it a classroom? What did they do? They moved it. I thought the cold was on the right. So they actually taint that had to be changed into a classroom. Okay. Because they expanded across, the, right across from the kitchen. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They expanded the cafeteria. So the, oh, remember, okay. there was another room yes. right next to the cafeteria. Yeah. So you would enter from the kitchen side, right? Grab your food well, and that, go to lunch. That now is part of the kitchen. That's all the kitchen now. Oh. Yeah. They made it bigger. They put in new appliances. Is the food better? I don't think so. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, let me just say this, and because I love Miss Cookie, because you know Miss yeah, Cookie yeah, is yeah. still there. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she does a good job, and we we have lots of good things. But the kids, for and I mean, I've eaten down there once in a while. But the kids don't want to eat for some reason. You know what I mean? Like they don't like school lunches. It's not. It, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's personal against Miss Cookie. It's just a bad rep. Yeah, and I don't think they want to eat it. So anyway, so yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Also, most of the kids. In Hamtramck public schools are foreign, and they always have better food at home. Well, I but they don't even bring it from home. You yeah, know what I I'm mean saying? they don't because they're not they're <laughs> not. Uh, so I can speak from experiences. We're not accustomed to bring food from home, especially right. you know our parents are waking up at six thirty, six forty five, trying to wake us up and get us ready to school. They're not right. cook us some delicious biryani or something right. for lunch at one p.m. You know, like you're right. not getting it right now. You're no. gonna get it when you get home, or right, right, right. right. And so they might the kids are more willing to now they'll wait eat for the, the junk. They will oh, yeah. eat the oh, junk. Yeah. Any junk food. Like I mean, now they have like, you know, like the hot Cheetos, all that crap. Mm-hmm. And um the slushies, they still have slushies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do eat some of the stuff, mm-hmm. but not all of it. Yeah, well I mean any any kid, you you give them any junk food, it's Correct. just all the firings go off in their brain. You Correct. need it, you need it, take it, take right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah, we did a um I read an article about that with my students about how they make it addictive. Yeah. <laughs> so you sugar, wanna, sugar is a drug. You wanna keep sugar eating is very much and a you drug. don't wanna and starch and everything and processed food, so Anyway, we'll do better. I'll do better. Uh, so back to the ice cream social. Yes. Oh, um, go ahead. Yes. You yeah, were so that. I, uh, I I vividly remember Ms. Adamczyk, uh st- stopping the ice cream social halfway through. And uh, she goes, uh, excuse me, can I have everyone's attention? Uh, if I could just have Asil Shamak, please stand up. So you stood up. I like, stood up scared. Like you were in like, trouble? I'm in trouble. I'm like, Come on, I'm here to get honored. What are you? Right. Why are you making, like, oh, picking me out of the crowd? Okay, finish that. Okay. And then we'll go to the call. And so she goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to present you with the only male to have uh, all A's what? as an honor roll member. And you kept it going. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I was really shook. I was scared. And I got extra ice cream for it and, uh, like, round of what? applause. I was really geeked afterwards. But during that time, I was, um, yeah, I was, I was scared. Like very, very much so standing up there like – Well, you've probably never even seen the inside of the principal's office. I had also never gotten like – before that time, I'd never gotten like public recognition Mm -hmm. where everybody's applauding me. Like Mm -hmm. uh, maybe when I walked the stage, that was one. But before that, that was my very first public recognition of of the hard work that I had done. And I – I didn't ask for it. I didn't – No, no. And so that was what made it all the more rewarding. And I felt Uh like that was the drug that kept me – because you wanted more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that public recognition, which 
sounds a bit greedy. And now that I no, think about but it, it's not a bad thing. That's yeah. not a bad thing to be quote unquote addicted to. Sure. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, know. But, it could be worse. Yeah, there could be a lot worse things to be addicted to. You're you're definitely right on that. But I I I know I was I was greedy for that uh, recognition of success. Well, that's good. And so that's what it. kept me hungry for. Now, can I just ask you? Sure. Um, so when you were in Yemen, you remember school yes. because you went to school in Yemen yes. and here. Um, do you, do, is that different? Kind of very much totally. So. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. There's none of the so picture the 1970s in America. Okay. Where all the teachers had paddles. Oh, yeah. Uh, times four. Oh, my. So there's four teachers? No, times four is in you, you'll, you'll take a much harder oh. beating by your teachers. Yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. So uh, uh, being academically uh, um, successful uh-huh. was something that we were inclined to do if we did not want to have marks and bruises. Oh, I see. You know, and right. um, it wasn't it wasn't like abuse we didn't even see it as abuse and even like we'd go home and show our parents and they'd look at the marks and they go what'd you do wrong huh right. huh stupid and right. like they're ready to hit you you right. know like okay yeah the teacher hit you must have been a reason do you need right. more of a of a beating right is that why you're here complaining like there's no there's no bs about it you don't right and so um and right. it's also it's also very weird um School is six days a week. Oh. It's not five days. It's six days. The only day off is Friday, and okay. school is from eleven p eleven a.m. to three p.m. Oh, okay. Four p.m. at the latest. Okay. So it's not. Um, you don't get eight hours, and you don't get two days off. Wow. So they. Um, I guess. It's uh like here you you're being accustomed for the workforce right. in the public school system. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah so, so what you, are they training you for there like? It beats me. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. get you. Like But I mean, so if you think about it, if the kids are going to school from 11 to 4, then the teachers are going to school from 11 to mm-hmm, 4. Mm-hmm. So they're as a kid growing up, you're being accustomed to the workforce of an 11 to 4 and then let's say you become a teacher. Right. You're in that workforce of 11 to 4. Right. So it's 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 almost the same thing, yeah. but it's a little bit less work right. and it's also a lot less money. Okay. Yeah, you, I I I make more in America mm-hmm. as a clerk at a gas station than a principal of a high end high school would make in Yemen. In Yemen, what? Yes, oh by gosh. a long shot. I probably make his quarterly salary in a week. What? Yes. Okay. Sorry if you can't see me. My mouth is dropping open <laughs> as he's saying. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> quarterly salary. I had no idea. And so, um, were you? Did you think you had a hard time adjusting when you first came here from Yemen like that? Well, so Back I had some very, very amazing people that helped okay. me. Um, and you said, and, and, and you said before that you didn't even speak English. Then, not right? a word. When I came into America at the age of about six and a half, oh. I still remember it was November of two thousand and three. Oh my gosh! I did not speak a word of English. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only things that I was taught was on the drive from the city that I lived in in Yemen, which is Ib, mm-hmm. which is in southern uh, Yemen. Mm-hmm. It's about a five and a half hour drive to the capital of this of this of the country, mm-hmm. which is Sana. Okay. Which is where the airport is. Okay. And during that entire time, my 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 dad's brother, my uncle, kept teaching me uh, two sentences. Okay. Which uh, I'll tell them in a sec. And all of the numbers, all oh, of the oh, English okay. numbers. Uh, so in those three hours, mm-hmm. those were the only three hours that I had studied any bit of English. Was th- that four or five hour ride wow. to the airport? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I? No. May I please have some food? Okay. May I please have some water? Okay. And then all of the numbers. What? Yes. And you learned it? I learned all, like, li- like I was in the first grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the the kids would be able to count to maybe eighty, ninety, maybe a hundred. I would I could I could count to ten thousand. Oh wow! As long I, I learned how how the you know like one thousand one hundred and fifty four, one thousand one hundred. I just I, there was like a method that I used as someone who didn't speak the language. Yeah, I used a method to memorize how to pronounce all of the numbers. Okay. It, 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 I don't know how it felt so easy for me, but after like hearing the difference between the single digit numbers, how they sound in English, right. and the double digit numbers, like 14, right. and then There's four. You kind of unlock the key. You know, you unlock the key just by knowing, right. okay, so if I want to say like 14, I would say four, and then that's the number four, and then teen, right. and then 20. Four. I, I, right. There was always this. There was this method now, that I learned. To me, you seem like you kind of kept that ability for math. Yeah. Um, is that what you're studying? Okay. No. Let you know what mm-hmm. I don't want to go jump too That's far. Jump too far. <laughs> right. Okay. So you you graduate. Well, you leave um, Kosciuszko in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. You're one of the few people that kind of make it in two years because you know we got something. That, you know, maybe three. <laughs> three years. <laughs> right. But anyway, so um, you go to Ham High, mm-hmm. Ham Sherman High. How yes. was that? For you? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, of My course. <laughs> I should have shut that off. No, that's okay. It's it's uh, normal. It's normal. But um, yeah. So tell me about your experience at um, Hamtramck High School. Uh, so Hamtramck High School was, it was something. Uh, so you 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 learn a lot more than just book smarts mm-hmm. in Hamtramck High School. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, you in in order to. Make it out of Hamtramck High School. You have to learn to get along mm-hmm. with people who are different from you. Mm-hmm. Now, was That's, that hard for you? No, because no. I grew up in in a city where everyone was different from okay. me. Okay, uh, but at the time, uh, the school was opening up uh, as an open district. Oh, I didn't know. And that. so the the, the oh, flooding <laughs> of of Detroit kids was ah, coming in. Okay, you know? and so. They grew up in Detroit public schools, right. which were not as nearly as diverse, correct, as Hamtramck public I would schools. Definitely second that. And so, in in a, you're forced to deal with a situation where there are people who aren't accustomed to the diversity, mm-hmm. whereas you're already in the midst of accustomation, right? And so you have to accustomate with them. And so right. sometimes there's a lot of friction, um, friction mm-hmm. happening there. Mm-hmm. And we 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 ended up getting into uh, a few a few. Fights here and there. Mm-hmm. Growing up, uh, it was it wasn't odd or weird or or, or um, out of the ordinary just to happen to get jumped once a month, once every two three months. Mm-hmm. You know, it just happened, uh, and that happened in Kosciuszko Middle School too. Um, I I don't see them as bad uh, memories mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. I see them as learning experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot to learn from from those things. Uh, like um, if someone doesn't understand you and they're scared, they're more willing to hurt you than try right. to understand you. I would agree with that. And so I try to do my best to have people understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I and I try my best to understand, mm-hmm. even if I don't like what they're doing, what they're doing, saying. what they're saying, uh, where they're coming from with their ideologies. I would still rather sit here and try to understand you so that you can reflect off of what I'm doing and actually take a moment to try to understand where I'm coming from. And maybe there's a middle ground there right. at any point. So you're kind of like the peacemaker of the group. Uh, well, after a long history of having to not not have peace as the option, mm-hmm. I much prefer peace. Oh, that's good. You know, uh, when, when you experience non-peaceful moments, yeah. you, you you either learn from them or you 
dive into them and become a not peaceful person yourself. Right. You right. know, if, if, if your entire uh, history of like your, your entire uh, childhood or your memories of growing up have been abuse. And if you don't see them and learn from those abusive moments mm-hmm. and, and instead uh, blame outside influences right. and then just uh, hold all those emotions in all that anger right. that develops from feeling like you were abused, you were not treated. Fairly, Fairly. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, that could lead to a lot of evil that that's growing in within you. And it's, it's a disease. It's a parasite right. that you have to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And so I try to get rid of all the parasites before they come into my life. I try to that's stay good. positive as much as possible. Well, I think that's good. I think I see that. Like I said, that's, that's one of the wonderful things about your family. Yeah. Is there, you guys, like I said, great people. Thank you. And do you have like certain friends that you keep you grounded and keep you sane or oh definitely peaceful? My, my my buddies are, are um i've got a few aside from family members okay i've got like a handful of people that i keep really close and they're really quick to to check me when i'm <laughs> if i'm being a smart ass or if i'm uh just you know just getting a little over my head they will let very you know. quickly let me know like, you, but hey, you need you're, those you're smart people. but hey calm down buddy. yeah right right yeah, we yeah, got this yeah, part yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we got this yeah, yeah. that's good that's good um, so, oh, I got a good question for you. Sure. So I, I kind of ask people different questions, but, um, what's now, and it doesn't have to be in ham traffic, but mm-hmm. what's a place that people don't know about that you like to eat? Hmm. That people don't know about. Yeah. Like a secret. Do you have a See, I'm no, I ask you guys for secret spots cause I'm not giving mine out. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I don't know if people know about this place or not. And if they don't, that's even better. But go ahead. Okay, there's a there's a spot uh, in in downtown in Midtown. Okay, it's right across from Hutzel Women's Hospital. Okay, across from John R. and it's on the corner of John R. and Canfield. Okay, it's called La Palma. La Palma. I have yeah, not heard of that. Now, yeah. what do they serve? Uh, it's Mediterranean, Middle Eastern uh, food. Uh, very delicious. Uh, the sandwiches are meat rich. You know, it's not like sixty percent mm-hmm. lettuce, twenty percent <laughs> meat, and the other like stuff when you is open just the dressing. Potato chip bag. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, like... yeah, it's just air. Right. Yeah. So, um, so what do you get when you go there? Uh, normally, I will get the chicken tikka mm-hmm. dinner, mm-hmm. which is which is chunks of chicken, yeah. uh, breast, white okay. meat that have been marinated and refrigerated for days on end. Oh, okay. Very, very juicy. Oh, nice. Uh, and then they're uh, char grilled. Okay. So on the on the grill, they're uh, uh, like kebab like. Yeah. On a yeah, stick yeah, yeah. With, with other vegetables, and then all mm-hmm. that vegetable juices seep through the. Oh, the, nice. And then served over uh, on over white white rice or fries if you're not looking to carb up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on a lovely strawberry banana smoothie always. Okay. Nice. Fill it up. Oh, and very healthy, very very good food. I know I gotta very, eat healthy, but yeah. not today. They um, put real fruit in there. That's what <laughs> oh, I like about it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. Um, okay, so you you got through with Ham High. Mm-hmm. You learned a lot, not just in the books, but it sounds like you learned a lot, like socially. I guess yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And then you went on to college. Yes. yes? Ma'am. Okay. Yes. So where are we at now? University of Michigan. You're at U of M. Oh, yeah. good for you. Yeah, that's where I went to. And what do you study? Software engineering. Oh my gosh, you yeah. little brainiac! You. Well, so I started at mechanical engineering. Okay. And uh, then I looked at my um, my prerequisites of, of all the classes that I had to take before I could jump into the program. Okay. And uh, 
the uh, science requirements are physics one, physics two, physics three, and just uh-huh. straight physics for, okay. for mechanical engineering. Well, and yeah. physics was never my strong suit. Okay. Never. Like I, I, I'm a biology, chemistry, uh, all day, mm-hmm. uh, even anatomy and physiology, but physics and I just do not get along because I'm, uh, and it's weird because I am a numbers person, I'm mm-hmm. a math person. And so you would think that since physics is like one of the most uh, numerical science field right. there is that it would, be, but the, 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 um, the equations are just so much different mm-hmm. from mathematical equations, just mm-hmm. straight up like algebraic equations or, uh, right. yeah. And, and, and uh, and you have to memorize all of them. Wow. I saw like this um, cheat sheet for a test that was coming up for an exam for one of my uh, colleagues. Mm-hmm. And it's just all equations and it's like five pages long. And I'm asking them, like, are you going to have access to these equations? Right, during the to test? do the test. Yeah, and it's like a 60-question test, none multiple choice. And it's all based on these equations. And no, you can't use the cheat sheet during the what? exam. You have to memorize all of them. So I swerved mechanical engineering and jumped into the software program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. So, so um, are you excited now? What year are you now? Uh, so I start my program in the fall. Okay, yeah. so you got about about two years. About after yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, about four semesters. So it sounds so exciting with mm-hmm. software because like you'll be able to probably go anywhere you want. Yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. like that's good. Yeah. That is really good. Um, so a CL. Now, did I miss anything? Did we go over everything I thought? Okay. It might come to me later, but I'm just thinking. Okay. What are you feeling confident about right now? Uh, My health. Mm -hmm. uh, The well-being of my family. Oh, yeah. I'm very very happy with uh, the place that we're in as a family. Um, uh, I'm feeling confident about this nation, even though most people aren't mm-hmm. in, this, in these times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we are in a way better situation than we think we are, and that we are um, we're finding little things to be frantic and uh, and angered by, when in reality uh, we're in a much calmer uh, and a much more peaceful time than ever before, and that's a statistical fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, human beings are wired for uh, conflict. Okay. I think that's a genetic thing, that we need conflict in order to move forward. Mm-hmm. The only way anything ever gets settled is if we have some sort of uh, conflict, whether it be by dialogue or by force, mm-hmm. that that's the only way that we've ever been able to progress forward as a species. Right. And so that's uh, because of the fact that we're coming into a more peaceful time as a as a statistic Mm -hmm. because like in some places they're still having very very rough times but as a whole as a global on a global scale um due to the fact that we're in the least amount of conflict that we've ever been i believe that we're trying to come up with our own kinds of conflicts Mm -hmm. and just in order to mend the lack of conflict and uh, and have something to move forward to right so do you think we can, I don't know, I don't want to say eliminate, because I guess you can never eliminate completely. You can never eliminate conflict but, completely. Um, I think that we'd run out of things to do, <laughs> and that would be troublesome. I would be scared oh, if there good. were like a lack of things to do. Right. If, if people didn't have a nine-to-five job, mm-hmm. 
chaos would erupt. Right, right. Now, I'm going to bounce around just a little bit because um, we were talking about that you live in Yemen. So have you been able to get back to Yemen recently? To vi- I mean, I don't know. How's that working now? Is, are you guys able to go back and visit family now? Uh, so or? the last time I was in Yemen was 2010. And it's uh, it's incredible because our flight coming back to America was three days. Three days? Three days before the airport shut down and the Arab Spring erupted in my oh, country, right, in the country right, of Yemen. Right, that, was, right. that was the end of the summer of 2010, was the start of the rebellion. Oh, my gosh. And it shut down the airport for a, roughly a, a month and a couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. So had, I not, had we not made that flight, You'd still be there. we would have been stuck there right. for the entire first couple of months of that school oh, year. We would wow. have been stuck. Yeah, Shahab and I would... So so it. you can't go back now? I know there's uh, so the war and everything. There was I don't know. Most of the turmoil is uh out of the way, but they're, they're not uh, like they're still they're still very troublesome times. Right. Um uh President Trump uh uh shot uh missiles on the the country uh to help Saudi Arabia a couple of months ago. I, yeah. I believe it was like 50 something missiles uh-huh. uh into a uh port. Okay. Um, and so there, I mean, there are, there's still very much conflict there. There's uh, a stronghold by, uh, 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 terrorist group, mm-hmm. uh, the Houthis. Okay. If you're familiar with them. Yeah. They, just a little bit. Yeah. They yeah. still have a firm grip of the, uh, of, of a lot of the, uh, uh what's the word? So they they still have a stronghold on the nation as a whole. Okay. So right now there's a new president in line after the old president was kicked out and then after being kicked out was assassinated. Oh. Yeah. So uh, first they, they tried to blow him up and he survived the explosion. And then I, think I remember hearing that he uh, was trying to make it out of the, the city of Sana out of the capital. Mm-hmm. And they blockaded him, waited for him to uh, exit his car, and someone sniped him. Huh. So that was the death of our old president. And then the new president uh, is not in control of much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Yemen is pretty much under military control right oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so the heads of militaries control most of the political power, while the terrorist so- groups— you guys can't vote. Like, if you wanted another well, we voted him election, in. we voted the, the, the that, new guy. That, that new guy. Yeah, okay, he was you voted did vote in. Him. My father okay. happened to be in the country back when they, the new elections election. happened. I believe it was 2012 when uh-huh. he was when he was elected into office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he ha- he has very very little power. Okay, there they took away all almost all of the power of the president. Um, the, so, are you talking to your family that's still there? Are you able to talk to them? Um, so a lot of my family that's still in uh yeah yeah I mean we can still have communication okay. and contact okay. with them there's 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 Wi-Fi at at the the villa that we own in Yemen but okay. um a lot of my family has uh, moved out of the cities where it seems that the missiles are always targeting okay. and have moved back up into the mountains into the villages okay. where I actually grew up in back in in the olden days. So if you were to go back now, you'd be able to find them though. They're not like oh, yeah, way yeah, out yeah. in the middle yeah, of yeah, nowhere no, they're not type in the stuff. Of they're, they, they, we have land that uh-huh. is owned by the the Shamak family, okay. and, and so they're safe on that land. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine like calling people like, "Hey, you know, there's a war going on." Yeah. I mean, it's uh, back in the early 90s, there was a civil war mm-hmm. that happened in Yemen, mm-hmm. uh, a civil uprising of sorts. And um, uh, my father didn't participate in that war, but there was a uh, – because of the fact that they lived in the villages, they, they tried to stay clear of any uh, right. national conflict. However, in the villages themselves, 
my family was going to war with another family. Oh. It was a war amongst the families and wow. two that very, sounds very Italian. <laughs> yeah, it's almost Italian-like. <laughs> it's very much so in the mm-hmm. sense that um, uh, if like if it's for the honor of the family, like if 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 let's say someone from one family kills someone from another family, mm-hmm. and someone from the family of the victim has the right to kill. Right, like it's still Hammurabi, okay. Hammurabi's code, an eye for an eye. Oh, okay. And the, and the and the government will like enforce that. Mm-hmm. Like they'll if 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 someone were to let's say, God forbid, kill Shahab, and mm-hmm. and I happen to kill that person, the government wouldn't touch me. Okay, because that's kind of like I'm, I'm a free man. You got the I I justice. Yeah, that for was, the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. justice for the family, and they'll nod their heads and keep it moving. Okay, and so it got really bad. Mm-hmm. It got really, really bad in the early 90s, and it got to a point where the military had to step in. Ooh, between these two, fi- your between family the two and families, another family. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Mainly because we were kicking their ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, They're like, okay, you, yeah, you guys, you guys have done enough. <laughs> I mean, they, they initiated it, and right. then— They didn't want what and was coming back. They went and requested the help of the military. Oh, because they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, and so they were asking the military to come in and help them. The military came in and—, and uh, requested a ceasefire. Okay. Keyword requested. Okay. They they don't have the authority. So did that end it? Uh, that we we ceased the fire ex- and we went to the talking. Okay. We got to talking about it, and then the, the the government turned around and told them that they were in the wrong. What had happened was it was over the land that we had purchased yeah. from them. Okay. Uh, we had purchased a valley uh, uh, during a drought in the seventies from them for very low. Okay. And then the eighties and nineties were prosperous. Right. Uh, once we purchased the land, and so we were able to reap those benefits. So they wanted to purchase the land back, and we you told them no. that it wasn't for sale. Right? Kindly said that. They were angered. Oh, really? That angered them. They wanted their land back. It well, was the la- I mean, it's the it, land it's, of their ancestors. I understand, but once you kind of sell it, I don't care I'm what just country. Devil's you're... advocate here. It's the land of their ancestors. <laughs> the <land. laughs> I got you. I got you. But I'm just saying, like, it's like okay, but you did sell it. Their grandfather and worked on. That I understand, land. but you sold it. <laughs> but you sold it. But you sold it. Yeah. So you can't really go back and say, by the way, I want my stuff so back. that's what the government said to them. Mm-hmm. But you sold it. Right. <laughs> and so they uh, they had no land and three to bury. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's probably what made them so upset. Yeah. I mean, we're cool with that family now. Oh, that's good. Uh, there was actually um, a student. Uh, who uh, went to Hampshire Public Schools was from that family. What? Yeah. Now, yeah, so yeah. We're friends. You, I was about to say, do you know We're friends. Did you guys? We're cool. Oh, my God. Cool. So long as nothing happens. Right? No more land. Yeah. Um, There's no land over here to argue about. Right, right, right. The government right. steps in here. It's not It's not to request anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. So um, now this, usually I say to to my students, I say, what advice would you give to the middle school you? However... However, mm-hmm. you have a brother that is currently in middle school. Yeah. And I would like to know what advice would you give him like right now? And uh, it could be in remember you can talk about too like when I saw you in the hallway giving him that yeah. speech. Oh yeah. You can go there too if you want, but I'm yeah. just saying like I'd like you to talk to him if you could and say, you know, what would you tell him about middle school that he probably doesn't know yet? So um uh if it were for me, I would pull myself to the side and just like look man (laughs) listen come here you see all these kids when you when you walk that stage you're probably not going to speak to any of them anymore maybe one or two of them Mm -hmm. and that's just a high buy situation you're Mm -hmm. not you're not here for friends you're not here for uh 
for your teachers, for your temporary crush. You know, none of that, none of that is ever going to last. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing that you can do for yourself at mm-hmm. this point is focus on what is. Right. And the only thing that's going to last from here onward is your academic, uh, your academic achievements. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's that was roughly the the outline of the conversation that I had with my brother uh, in a more serious tone and with a lot more cuss words that day. <laughs> um, but he he got the message uh, very loud and clear. I um, actually that day I took his game, I took his phone. I uh, shut him in the room the whole day, didn't mm-hmm. let him out. Because you kind of have to be dad because yeah, yeah, dad, yeah. Is in, um, yeah, dad is in Egypt. Dad is in Egypt, yeah. So, <laughs> so. It's, he went over because my, my grandmother, who was in Yemen during the, the time mm-hmm. of the uh, uprising, uh, she fell ill about a year ago. And oh. so uh, she still doesn't have her green card to come into America to oh. seek treatment. And the hospitals are, were closing down oh. because of the they were dropping bombs at the hospitals. Right. So um, – uh, there was a hospital that got bombed in Yemen, and so all the other hospitals were scared that uh, the sick get. would get targeted again, and right. so they shut down the hospitals. Mm-hmm. And so um, they flew my grandmother out to the nearest country that would uh, accept a uh, Yemen passport, right? which was Egypt. Mm-hmm. And so she's uh, she was seeking medical treatment in Egypt, and uh, my uncle, who lives in New York, moved out to Egypt uh, to be with her. Oh, wow. And so my father went, went to spend Ramadan with her. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so that's some good advice, I think. Yeah. I think. Well, you probably tell them that every day, so. It's, uh, it's advice that uh, if you don't drill into the head of a seven year, uh, seventh grader, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Right. You know, so they'll nod their heads along with what you say. Mm-hmm. And then 15, 20 minutes later, it's, it's back to, back, back, <laughs> back to, to yeah. well, okay. Just in, in all fairness, I do like try to keep on him about mm-hmm. getting his work done. Yeah. So people should know. Oh, he's, that. he's coming up to me with every progress report he gets and it's always one, one letter grade better than the last one he Good. showed me so Good. i i've been keeping an eye on him and keeping tabs and i i've made sure that he he comes to me once a week at least uh just to keep up with his grades mm-hmm. and um it was so funny know. he and i were sitting there trying to do this math homework uh-huh. and i couldn't do it <laughs> so i was sitting there trying to type in how do you solve this i was like man boy why don't you pay attention got you learning. <laughs> I, mean, I mean but it was so hard it was it, it, this new math is so complicated mm-hmm. and he and him and i i'm on a computer he's at my table and he's got his pencil he's doing his thing mm-hmm. and i'm trying to find answers and trying to figure it out <laughs> and i got a book and he got a book oh so let me tell you so just one cute story so i said I looked at his grades. I said, okay, MJ, you know, you, this math thing, you got to get these math assignments done. I said, so come to me. I'll come and get you fifth hour because that's like he has a, um, he had STEM with diamonds. So I mm-hmm. said, I'll come in and then you can work on it in my room. So we start, he comes in, he's got the wrong math book. I'm like, what? Because they switch these math books every couple of weeks. I, I kid you not. So he goes downstairs. So now I've gone up downstairs like two or three times already. So, you know, and I'm not in shape. And I'm almost 50. So I was ready to kill him. <laughs> and so I went to the math teacher and I say, okay, do you have an extra book? Because, you know, this kid lost his and I'm trying to help him do the work. So she gives me a book. But then I can't go down it. I have to go down the stairs again and then come up. But I have to tell him, I got the book. Let's go. 
He comes up to me. I meet him at the bottom of the stairs. He's got the new book because he couldn't find it before. (laughs) And I just, this is exactly what I did. And, you know, when I'm quiet, it's really bad. So I literally have never done this. Usually I would start screaming. I was like, I'm going to kill you. And his eyes got big and he just ran up the stairs to my (laughs) office because I was like, so I had done the stairs like five times. I'm out of shape. At that point, you'd rather he not have found. Oh, my God. No, he needed to have his book. Like he just (laughs) drove me nuts. And I said something like and I just got quiet. I held him by the shoulders. I said, I'm going to kill you. And he and because I was so quiet, he kind of was like, oh, my God, she's serious because she's not yelling. Because usually they know when I'm yelling, I'm kind of playing around. But I was just like gonna kill you you know and it was the funniest thing he just jetted up to my room so fast <laughs> and i was like man i gotta go back upstairs now. Like, yeah. yeah but no you were never like that but it was just so funny because he is he cracks me up he's just like this little, little puppy kind of running mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. hopping around and uh so we tried to get all these assignments done for him with him so we did do that but mm-hmm. i thought that was a funny story it's like i just looked at him and i was like i'm just gonna kill you <laughs> you know like he's yeah. like Poof, eyes gone <laughs> before I could even turn around. So anyway, that was pretty funny. I thought that was funny. I don't even know. Maybe I didn't say it. I don't know what I said, but it was something real soft because I was like in my head. All those soft words. Though. But in my head, I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I just don't have the energy. It's just one of those I was moments. just like, yeah. and he, I think that scared him more he than got yelling. The message oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in my room upstairs so Working fast. before you got there. Ciao. I tell you. So anyway. <laughs> All right, so um, I think we talked about one of your favorite memories of me because this is my ego part where I say, you know, if you have a favorite memory of me, now you can share. But you did say that, you know, when I first came in, that you figured, you know, you looked at me and you're like, all right, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So that's cool. Yeah. That was good. Um, You know what? And I think yours was the first and last graduation of the high school I went to, by the way. Because, yeah, because I went to see you guys and one of your cohorts did not recognize me and I was like you know what maybe this is a bad idea like you know what I mean because it's like this person and I had various conversations and talkings and meeting with parents when they were in eighth grade mm-hmm. so this wasn't even the seventh grade I'm talking about like eighth grade and it's like I don't recognize you and I was like dang you know what I don't know if I need to be here anymore Aww. so that's literally the last I only went to one and that was it because I was like well they probably don't even remember me you know, that's really I mean, what I, I thought. I, I for sure remember. You, you did, but I don't know. Something just bothered me about that, and I just never went back to another graduation because, like, they probably won't see remember those, me. See, it's, it's just you got stuck up 17-year-olds. And that may be what it was. I don't yeah, know. I mean, when people reach that age where they, they're really at 17, mm-hmm. 18, mm-hmm. you think you know everything. Yeah. You really do. Like, I, I and I speak from experience. Even today, I like today, I've, I've, I've humbled myself to know that I will know more tomorrow than mm-hmm. I will today. Mm-hmm. Like I, I find myself every birthday mm-hmm. looking back like, God, I was an idiot last year. How the hell? You <laughs> Did know, you like, survive? Yeah. Like I, I've progressed so much mm-hmm. in this year. Mm-hmm. And and I, like I would still find myself thinking I know everything. Mm-hmm. And you don't. Right. And it takes a while for for um for for young adults to develop the the idea that you really know decimals of a fractions of one percent of all the knowledge that can that can be attained right there's vast things that you know nothing of mm-hmm. and 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 it doesn't come from doesn't come from reading a book no it doesn't come from watching a podcast it doesn't come from all it comes from is life experience 
which you right. have very little of, and the only way you can attain it is to live life. Correct. No, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with yeah. that. You're right. Okay, speaking of which, um, so I always do a quote. We're going to, we're kind of getting to the end. Mm hmm. And unless there's something you want to add, something you want to say? Uh, no, let's keep going. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So today's quote is from Andrew Carnegie. Now, Carnegie. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you've heard him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rich, 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 rich. Red rich, rich. Works, yeah. yeah. Okay. Really rich guy. Um, so, and then I'm going to read it to you and mm-hmm. then you just give me your thoughts on sure. it. And usually it's so funny how I, these quotes come up and they fit the person. They always seem to manage to fit the person that I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. So in this case, he said, think of yourself as on the threshold of unparalleled success. A whole, clear, glorious life lies before you. Achieve, achieve. Ooh. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. I know, right? So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Does that, does that, I don't know, reflect your life in any way? Is it? Well, Mr. Carnegie's always had a way of illustrating his words. Mm-hmm. So I, when he says, picture yourself on the verge, I'm thinking of myself like, reaching this plateau of success mm-hmm. and it troubles me mm-hmm. mainly because i don't like plateaus right i like to keep climbing right yeah so i i feel like if i ever reach a point where i feel like i don't intend to to carry on working as a software engineer up to retirement get mm-hmm. my 401k pension and bounce i i don't right. think i don't think working as a a um uh, working on a salary is 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 what I what I will find joy in. Right. I I feel like the the degree that I'm working to attain is for my parents. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 ones who struggled and and came to a country where they knew nothing about anything mm-hmm. uh, just to raise kids who will have a better opportunity. Yeah. Than they did. Yeah. And they. That's a sacrifice of all sacrifices. Pause right there. So, uh, and this is your opinion, Mm -hmm. and this is my question. When you see that there are, say, people at the southern border that are trying to come here for the exact same reason, Mm -hmm. and they have to do what, I mean, you know what I'm saying, what's going on now. Yes. How do you, what is your response to that? What do you feel about that? Every every time I think about the issue with the, the, at the Mexican border and, 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 people trying to, to to make their way into America for a better life, I always think about the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. always like to see the Statue of Liberty as a symbol of America, but no one knows what it says right on it. Mm-hmm. Give me your weak. Give me your sick. That, that's that's what America is made of, the weak right. and the sick. Right. We, that, that's, if, 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 if you're someone who's saying, get out of my country, mm-hmm. how did it become yours? Mm-hmm. Your great-grandfather showed up. So mm-hmm. that just means your family came before them, but th- does that make it yours? Right. You came to this land looking for freedom, and now you're trying to shun it from others. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. Just because you're a third generationer, a fourth generationer, and I, I, I honestly, I worry that my great great grandkids, who will have been fourth generation Americans, right. the same as these individuals right. who are on the on the far fringe of conservatism. Yes. Um. That my kids will be leaning like that. And I, I I hope that I will raise children who will teach their grandchildren and great-grandchildren uh, of the the struggles of what it takes to migrate into mm-hmm. a foreign land. Right. And and raise these children who are who are now natives of this foreign land 
and you're trying to keep the culture instilled within them while allowing them to reach the pinnacles of success that they can from this foreign land. Right. And so it's um it's very disturbing the the things that are that are happening with with the with the with the kids being uh put in in cages and in in yeah, abandoned fact, Walmarts and whatnot. I mean like I was watching the news on and off today and they're saying that um you know how they separated the parents from their kids and they came out and said, yes, we have a way of tracking everybody and don't worry. And there's only so many. And now they've got emails that say, no, we we have no way. We have this database, but we don't have any way of tracking. I mean, it was just this. And I'm like, why did you why do we have to lie about that? OK, if I here's my personal opinion mm-hmm. on this. This is my personal opinion. If you're going to enact a policy like that, why not own it? Why not say, yes, we're separating and we don't care that we can't put them back. Like, just own it. So then then it comes out later, you know, oh, well, we had no way of putting these families back together when we started. But we lied about it. Like, I don't understand the lying. Just own your stuff. Well, see, here's the thing. Politics is a dirty, dirty business. Oh, yeah. Very, very dirty. And so... Um, when a situation reaches a political atmosphere, mm-hmm. when it reaches to the point where a politician has to talk about it, that's when it becomes a gutter game. That's when um, they will bite their own tongues multiple times over in order to appease the diverse population of their base. Oh, yeah. Well, I you know, so at one conference, they'll say one thing mm-hmm. just to appease that crowd. And right. that thing will be trending on 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 their social media platforms and then bite their own tongue in a uh a, a, a super PAC organization mm-hmm. uh, conference room where where they're talking about all of the tax breaks and the 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 the, the, right. the brackets that they're planning to eliminate uh and it's just it's a gutter game you you want to get the votes and you want to get the money right and so that's where that's where everything is is, is screwed up and and um, you've got a nation that's misinformed. Uh, you've got uh, people that are t- far, far, far too reliant on strictly one form of news organization for their news oh, over that. another. And I wouldn't. I, I'm not. I'm not trying. Uh, like I'm. I'm not l- like. Um. Not bashing on any nor- news organization. They're all pretty horrendous to me. But I'd rather listen to all of them than right. to just one of them. Well, that makes sense. Because in that way, I can see what each side is trying to spin of the same story and then come to my own independent conclusion through critical thinking. Right. You know, um, I I lean socially on the liberal end, mm-hmm. where, but economically, I'm a bit more conservative. conservative. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I, I will listen to uh, um, legitimate hosts on Fox News mm-hmm. uh, who have actual facts to to provide and it's not an opinionated piece that they're just stringing out of out of the blue which i know they tend to do that they're more of an entertainment organization than they are a news organization and they like to point that out when they get called on their bs a lot of times (laughs) uh and then uh when it comes to uh social issues i will take a look at msnbc i i don't like cnn that much no Um, that's okay uh, and then I'll, I'll, of course, on top of that, I'll read newspapers online. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if many people in my generation still do that, but Wall Street Journal is really good. Um, and so from that, from those things, as well as like sometimes late night shows, I'll, I'll just right. listen to see what the the view of the majority uh, are. And um, 
just come up with my own inferences on that, what I think of that, what, what, how that, and, and, and whether it to, affects me or not. And I, I agree with that. I think people have to start thinking for themselves. Definitely. And that Definitely. is where we're going to have to leave it this time. Okay. Um, but I want to, first of all, thank you so much for coming. Of course, I don't know. Of I, I mean, I think you're wonderful. Thank You'll you. have to come back and tell us what you're doing. Definitely. Um, also, you can bring friends or whatever mm-hmm. next time. See, you know, bring your boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just want to say, usually I do this part called Teacher Becomes Student, but I kind of said what I was going to say um, where I talk about you. What a wonderful person I think you are. Thank you so much. I love your family. We love you too. Oh, my gosh. You guys are amazing. And um, I, I I just just want you to hold on to that. You're Thank a you. very good person. Thank you. Good Thank light you. coming off of you. And that's what we're trying to do here. So um, You got me giddy. I know. I, that's for my <laughs> job. I, I always want people to feel good when they leave. Yeah, stroke my ego. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. I can't do it every day. But, you know, special occasions, roll me out and I just, you know, come in. I really appreciate so, you. Yeah, no problem. And um, I won't be here next week because, you know, I got uh, my uncle, who is an artist. Mm-hmm. Received is getting an award for Teacher of the Year from the Society of Illustrators in New York. Okay, from the Society of Illustrators. Correct. Okay. So John McDonald and his wife have to go to New York. I'm babysitting their dog in Grand Rapids, (laughs) so that's going to be my weekend. It's babysitting the dog. Grand Rapids is nice. Oh, I know, but I'm not going too far because I got to walk the dog anyway. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening, for watching. If you enjoyed the show, like me on Facebook at My Laugh Class. It's M-I Laugh Class. It's all together. You'll find some pictures. We've got to take pictures before you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also an audio version of this pos- podcast. And like I said, next week I'll be in Grand Rapids living life in a big city with a oh, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. What kind of dog is it? It's like a mix between a Bichon and a Poodle. So it's this this black Aww. little curly. Oh, she's really cute. Yeah, she's she feisty. Oh, my God. They so Lucy. Yeah. Her name is Lucy, which is short for Lucifer. I mean, <laughs> anyway. So uh, but join me next time on the show. And thank you so much. Be sure you come back because yes, we want to hear how you're doing. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And this is the last time I saw you. 